Could it be possible? It's very possible. No. It's good to be back. It is us. We are back. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Can you believe that Godfather has been away for six weeks? Six weeks. Something like that? Consistently inconsistent. And oh. Hashtag consistently inconsistent. Unbelievable. Yeah. Summer, Completely unbelievable. Summer happened. So yep. Summer mode. And now we're into fall mode. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we'll yeah. actually be able to I, start... I, Getting into you know, it's kind of it's kind of like making New Year's resolutions, and you know, in September, yeah, and that's my resolution. All right, we get consistent I, with I, this because it's so much fun, and I'm I'm just I'm excited to, for our show today, talking about rebels. Yes, we are going to have a, a really good show. We're excited to be with you, listeners, and we have some new things that we're going to yeah. try out, right? And we'll we'll see how it goes. We're still questing for that just perfect show. Yeah, well. So. It's always something to strive for. Yep. So with that, how, how yeah. about this at the beginning? Radio. <laughs> Who needs a radio? Ready, Harry? Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 Mockingbird, don't everybody have you heard? She's going to buy you a fucking bird. All right. From one of Keith's favorite movies. Yes. Dumb and Dumber. So good. So good. So good. And we're going to start with that. We're going to play a little trivia to get us going here. All right. And it is 10 questions. We hope that you'll play along. Randomly grabbed it. There are surprisingly numerous... (laughs) Dumb and Dumber Dumb trivia. Dumb and Dumber is a lot of people's favorite movie. Uh, yeah, Can I well, just say that? There are a lot of trivia um, yeah. options out there. So I got 10 questions. Play along. I have no idea how hard these are. Okay. All right? So I don't even know if what answers will, will come up. So this right. may fall flat on its yeah. face. But yeah. here we go. What is Harry's last name? Doyle. Dunn. Jones. Dunn. All right. Dunn it is. Let's see if it tells me or if I have to wait till the end. I have to wait till the end. Oh, Second question. Lloyd drives Mary to an airport. Which airport did they film that part at? Salt Lake International, JFK, Providence, or LAX? Providence. Providence is selected. Okay, next question. What is written on Seabass's hat? Seabass. Get her done. Wine'em, dine'em, 69'em. That one, yep. (laughs) (laughs) This is a family show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Question number four. How much is the car Harry and Lloyd buy? $175,000, $275,000. Might want to hold on to that one. Okay. Question five, halfway there. What does it say on the side of Harry's car? Harry's dog car, Mutt's Cuts, the dog groom, or the shagging wagon. Uh, mutts and cuts, mutts, I think. Yeah. Okay. Go with that. Question number six. Where does Lloyd think Aspen is? California, Utah, Kansas, or Colorado? Uh, what were the choices again? California, yeah. Utah, Kansas, or Colorado? Uh, he thinks it's in California. Okay. Question number seven. What is the name of the magazine Lloyd purchases from a vending machine? Hustler, Young and Wild, Drunken Chicks, 
<laughs> Rhode Island sluts. Oh gosh, it's either between C and D. I think. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna go with drunken chicks, Rhode Island sluts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I wish I could phone a friend here, but I, I'm going to go with uh, D. All right. Yeah. Question number eight. What TV show is Mary watching when Harry comes to pick her up? As the world turns, CNN News, A Current Affair, or 2020? I think as the world turns. Okay. Two more to go. Question number nine. What state do Harry and Lloyd get pulled over in? Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, or Connecticut. Ooh. Um, say the choices again. Yep. Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, or Connecticut. Oh gosh, I think it's. My um, gut wanted to say New Hampshire, so I'm going to go with New All Hampshire. Right. Final go with answer. Your gut. Go with your gut. And the final question, number 10, is what movie does Lloyd quote while at the Swanson's Banquet when Harry met Sally, Silence of the Lambs, The Shining, or The Graduate? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. All right. Now, I'm thinking your, 8 out of 10. Your test results. Do you really know Dumb and Dumber? Pretty good, I guess. Almost had them all. Maybe next time you'll pay attention to the details. You currently, you correctly answered seven of no! ten questions. What? Come on. Um, you answered number one correctly. All Harry's right. last name is Dunn. Yeah. You did not get the airport. That's a tough what? question. It's uh, unfortunately you didn't pick the right answer. That would be Salt Lake International. Wait, S- wait. Dropped her off or picked her up? What airport did they film that part oh, at? Oh, they filmed Yeah, how would you know that? Oh, I, yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> Let yeah, that one okay. go. No yep. worry there. Seabass's hat, you were correct. Yes. The money uh, for the the car was 275000 was That's correct. correct. Yep. Mutt's Cuts is on Harry's car. Yep. Lloyd thinks Aspen is in California. Yep. The name of the magazine was Rhode Island <laughs> Sluts. Oh, hey. You were right about that. Uh, <laughs> what TV show is Mary watching was A Current Affair. And number nine, what state That's do Harry and Lloyd get pulled over in? Unfortunately, it was Pennsylvania and not in New Hampshire. And you were yeah. correct about the Silence of the Lambs. Okay. So, uh, That's pretty good. Yeah. I gave myself Very, very well done. Not having seen it for many years. I'm, and, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. impressed. Yeah. Very yeah. impressed, actually, yeah. Yeah. For, for not having seen yeah. it in a number of years. So. This is going to segue into what we want to talk about, uh, but I want to give a quick background related. Uh, the idea is the curse of knowledge. Yes. Okay. Okay. So th- this is a Robin Jackson idea, okay. giving her credit, and she okay. talks about where you have you have taught or you've worked or you've watched or you've done something so yeah. many times that you've forgotten what it's like to be a beginner. Yeah. You, you know it. Yeah. And if you're trying to help your son or your daughter or a friend or, or anyone, you're like, it, it's so easy. I, you just you just do this type of thing. That's called, she calls it anyway, the curse of knowledge because you don't have that beginner's mindset. There's, there's no way that you can recall what's happened there because uh, you've done it so many times. Right. So we'll see how that yeah. plays itself out a little bit here into our episode. Right. She's my mom, my mom, my mom. Well, the rebel yell. She's my mom, my mom, my mom. When I'm in my heart, 
So why why rebel, Keith? What's up today? I I'm feeling rebellious a little bit. I guess. Have you I, I'm Have you ever felt like you were a rebel, Greg? No, I, about, I don't think so. You've never felt like in the workplace or in uh, you know. Let's say school. You've never felt like a rebel. Have you ever it, felt like a rebel? You know, not when Billy Idol is, is yelling that out. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't that that the connotations and such that come to mind. Like no, that that's not me. So so but, what what connotations when you when you hear when I ask you if you ever felt like rebel? What what are you um, picturing? What is a what's a rebel in your mind? I, I, I it's unfortunately it's a stereotype, but okay. it's it's dressing a, a way that's not necessarily um, trendy or fitting the okay. norm. Um, sort of getting into trouble, doing some things that, that you shouldn't be. I'm TPing the neighbor's house. Okay. So you um, think you think a rebel is a troublemaker? Uh huh. I, right, I, right. I sort of do. Yeah, At least that's yeah. what comes to mind yeah. until I heard this podcast. Right, which is interesting because they talk about there's a difference between a rebel and a troublemaker. Yeah. You know, a troublemaker is uh, intentionally pushing the envelope to create um, a, a problem. Okay. Um, and a rebel is knowing the rules um, and and then taking some chances that are calculated to kind of mess with the system okay. a little bit. Um, and they're, they're typically kind of, um, they're initiators, they're innovators, if you will. Yeah. Um, and so if you were to ask me that question, I would say, yes, I have felt like a rebel. Yeah. Um, I, I think I would have maybe guessed that. I, yes, I've heard enough yes. stories. And, and sometimes, uh, as I've grown older, those tendencies have, uh, uh, you know, I would say uh, worked out about half. You know, I feel like the percentages of times where it's it's worked out is they, it's harder to be a rebel the older you get. Okay, yeah, there's more consequences. I you know which which I think um, maybe is surprising. You know, people might think being a rebel when you're younger there's more consequences, but I. You know, it's almost like it's a, uh, you know, um, it's a it's a backwards, uh, it's a paradox because I think you can get away with more, and it can be seen as more positive. But then the older you get, going back to the curse of knowledge, mm-hmm. when you push against, uh, you know, tradition yeah. and and you know you push against uh, the way things always are done, you get more pushback. Yeah. I think that we, we've talked before. I call it the machine. Yes. I think yeah, the machine right. holds you back a little right, bit because right. it doesn't. We have this stereotype yeah. and we have yep. this idea. I'm yep. like, what are you right. doing? Right. We want to we want to narrow your thinking. Yeah. So where's this coming from? What What's the, what's this podcast? Uh, so this is from Hidden Brain, okay. uh, which is an NPR uh, NPR uh, podcast. Um, this is from July 23rd, 2018. It's called Rebel with a Cause. All right. Uh, and it's uh, based on a book. Can't think of her name. I got it. Francesco okay. Gino. She's a Harvard uh, business professor, I believe. And just a fascinating interview. Um, I was listening to it uh, again today, uh, preparing for this, and it's one of it's one of uh, the best podcasts I've heard. That uh, you know really can provide lots of insight in 
lots of different parts of your life. Oh, so many things to think about. Yeah. She, she, so her, the title of her book is uh, Rebel Talent, Why It Pays to Break the Rules in Work and in Life. And so it's exactly what you're talking about yeah. is really being uh, a nonconformist, someone who she, she clearly say, states over and over again, this is about positive change. Right. It's you. There are these rules. Uh, but you're not letting them hold you back. You're you're going to move them forward and break them because they need to be broken. So we can we can move those those things forward and make those positive changes. It, she talks about fear, fearless curiosity that you are mm. constantly thinking about. Um, I, I hadn't thought about it that way, and I'm going to actually do something about it. Uh, she tells a story of um, working in. Uh, was she trying to help a chef? Is that the context where she was talking about working at a restaurant and she's going to help a chef? And this guy did a really great job of trying to challenge the different uh, employees to, to think differently and um, bake and create and make some dishes that were really just non-traditional. And she questioned, like, well, why not me? What, why am I not doing those mm-hmm. things as well? And it was a good way for her to start off just getting us thinking, or it got me thinking again about, all right, you asked me, am I a rebel? Well, maybe not that rebel, but I certainly try to think about the diversity and the per- different perspective perspectives in the different situations so uh, you can't you can't be successful this country can't get to where it needs to get to without rebels yeah and um and the workplace and uh you know anything that's wants to succeed you have to have rebels right I mean, it's just, you just have to. And, um, I mean, the, the chef was a great example. I mean, life would be so bland and boring if people just stuck to the recipe and never experimented with flavors. Right. Um, and then that kind of ties into the, one of the things that stood out to me as she was talking about, uh, or as she was um, interviewing Sully, uh, the captain uh, of the, the plane from the, the Hudson River sure. miracle thing. Yep, yep. And, uh and she was saying what what really makes him stand out uh, is that he combines um, expertise with experimentation. Mm-hmm. That rebels who combine expertise with experimentation are going to be really successful. Yeah. Um, and and it's that that fearless curiosity, that learning mentality. Um, I thought this was interesting that um, it, you know he was an expert in his field um, at just uh, a, a ton of d- different experiences. But every time he walked into the plane, um, he asked himself, "What can I learn?" Yeah. And there was just great blend of uh, she she said intellectual humility and open mindedness. Mm-hmm. Shout out to to that. I mean, that is that's so awesome that he he would do that. And and she she continued to describe how he didn't follow the script. He stayed open minded to the different scenarios. And so when this happened to him she she counted it out i don't know how many many uh, she says 208 seconds 208 mm-hmm. seconds she said i do have that written down on this was the decision that he had to make he they played a little bit of the the tape talking to the tower or whatever and they're trying to give him some some possibilities right their minds yeah. are spinning and he's already he's already thought of this is what i can do and we're going down 
right. we're going to go into the Hudson and yep. that's that's the means that we're going to get through this. And so it is, he's, he combined that open-mindedness and that creativity and he, he solved the problem and was super successful. It's a, it. it's a combination lives. of being, of having really good instincts, but also being a strategic thinker. Yeah. And, and I think you would miss the greatness of his decision if you just thought, oh, that was a good instinct. I don't think it was purely instinct. Right. I, you know, th- she talked about it in, you know, learning more about him that he was, you know, he was a learner and he had been in, uh, he had flown all different types of planes and all different types of situations. He was a study, you know, he studied, um, you know, and, and so he, I think he got in that situation, and like you said, like yeah, there was all these different options, but he was the one that had to make the call and right. feel really good about it. Um, and and I think that's another trait of a rebel is is sometimes you just got to make up your mind and you just have to do it um, because you you're feeling good about it um, and and you've calculated out um, you know the whys behind it. Um, because if you're not feeling good about it, then that's going to affect your confidence level, and that's sure. really going to affect the final. V- very outcome. much so. And and knowing that, have you have you seen that movie, or do you know the, some of the storyline with I've, a little I've bit more? I've read all about it, but I've not actually seen the movie. So again, movies, you got to be a little careful yeah. careful with the um, Hollywood take on, on some of those pieces. But uh, it, it's making me think about the fact that being that rebel, you know you're going to get pushback. He had to get in front of a, a judge in front of, you know, in a court system where he had he'd made the wrong decision. He's He'd saved all these lives, and he now had to stand up for himself. Yeah. And and it is you just mentioned a paradox, or almost just sometimes some irony that's involved, where we strive really hard in our lives to get experience. And this this book and the research that she's talking about is that experience can actually be costly. Mm-hmm. So if you get too ingrained, she uses a surgeon. She had that study, and she she mentions that they're so good and they're so ingrained to what needs to be done, and yet if something were to happen that they needed to think on their feet, that experience would actually be costly for them because they wouldn't know another way right. to do it. Right. And that, that in and of itself I need to just sit on and ponder because that blows me away that that they would be so awesome and yet wow now what am I going to do one of the best surgeons in the world and then something else happened and they right. didn't know how to respond right crazy the, yeah problem of knowing too much yeah that is um, well and that's the thing where you know our our culture culture is getting more and more you know ex, expert driven yep you know there's a expert for everything yeah you know especially in healthcare um, but yeah I want to know like one of the questions you always ask, how many cases have you seen? Yeah. And how, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and getting kind of just that over that, you know, big bird's eye view view of, of the experience. Cause it's not just like, how well do you know this, this organ? Yeah. Like it's what kinds of different situations have you been in? And way better to, to kind of yeah. think about it in that aspect. And, and you think about those become extremes and they show up in, 2020 episodes mm-hmm. or whatever uh, media source that has yeah. the different stories, right? Where, okay, I was at my wit's end. I didn't know what to do. I, I tried all these things and then I went to blank and they put in a doctor's name or whatever. And she thought about it this way. Right. She was, she's Sometimes the rebel. Sometimes they, they don't even go to a doctor. Yeah, they, they don't. And then they she talked like, about that too, how outsiders can often be the most helpful um, in, in solving problems or, or yeah. um, newcomers. 
you know, going Those to novices. Yeah, yes. going to somebody who just got to the company, um, and and this is where you know they know they've been there just enough time to get the info that they need to know the rules, uh, but not enough time to get sucked in and bound to the culture. Right, and it's those people that you really need to to go to to be like, okay, give us give us your your take on this situation. Um, but again, those people can really struggle when they get, you know, kind of steamrolled by the machine if the machine's not open. Yeah. So, so that, that requires, so it's tough. You got to be very courageous and, 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 you know, got to have some thick skin out there rebels when, when you, you know, one of the things that I heard once, um, uh, from I think it was Rob Bell who said, uh, when you share a new idea to somebody, uh, it's essentially like you're throwing the first punch because they're thinking what what's wrong with the current way that I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to figure out a way to to honor the way things are and yet try and pull out of them an open mindedness, a little bit of something to think to try differently it about. Different, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, that's how I, I mean, I really appreciated the podcast. You really should listen to it, Greg, and I can't do the whole thing justice, but no. it, it's really worth, uh, it's worth your time. So uh, I, I, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Hidden Brain, again, we've mentioned it a couple of times. I know we were only on episode eight, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think we've mentioned it a couple of times already. It does a really nice job of bringing kind of insights into those those areas there was one other part of it that i cry on every time i listen to yeah. it is the maurice cheeks thing oh yes i didn't even write that down but so i remember i was listening on the way here and started to get teary-eyed um it, it's i don't want to i don't want to give it away entirely because you really need to listen to it but yeah. there's a really cool moment where um and i've already said his name maurice cheeks is a basketball coach where he stands up um, and he and he and he makes he the rebellion that he's using is he's showing vulnerability and uh, yeah. uh, to someone else who's who's in a in a tough spot yeah. and uh, and it's just it, it's it's fantastic yeah take a listen it's totally gonna be worked into a sermon someday so. <laughs> it should be yeah. I'm gonna yeah. use it at some staff meeting of some sort I think is absolutely a must awesome okay. All right, Keith, it's time for the good old days. All right. So thinking about some memories of the 80s or 90s, I have one just because it was family weekend this past week weekend, family weekend weekend. Uh, for your son. For my son yep. up at Concordia. So that is my undergrad. And that was that was my late 80s, early 90s. And going back up there to be now the the father, the mm-hmm. dad, and having that experience. Um, so a little bit of good old days in the sense of it's kind of odd to go to some of the same spots now huh. 25 years later and kind of have those memories while your your child totally. is right there next to you. Totally different role, right? It is so odd. Yeah. I don't know if, it, if it's deja vu or I don't know, listeners, if you've ever had anything like that. but Because your mind gets it solidifies it right like uh-huh. you have something and you haven't gone back there for a long time 
uh, school is an easy example. If you haven't yeah. gone back to your school, uh, you have high schoolers going back to a middle school or an elementary school, and it's, it's so small. I don't remember it right. like being so small. And like yeah. it's it's not. You're bigger and you've uh-huh. grown, right? So that's the easy example. And I I had that this weekend, um, and I've been up there a few times before. But just going to the different places and some of the similar things that I had lived as a twenty some year old to now be late 40s could you just i mean i'm I'm picturing you just having this smirk on your face yeah the whole time like this little you know subtle smile yeah well (laughs) you just having inside jokes with yourself (laughs) because no one else you know was around at that time uh that i could talk to about it but it it is it's just a little again i don't know how to describe it because i see him now with his friends and i think that's me with my friends Mm. and doing the things that you once mm-hmm. did in college and whatnot it, it's mm. it's an odd feeling yeah, but well. it did make me feel not only a little bit old but felt pretty good and, and proud that you know my son's in college and doing doing mm. the st- similar stuff that i did not all of it maybe nah. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, yeah yeah i think we should just end it right there <laughs> yep we'll just put a period right there oh. so what have you been uh reading or watching we've had a lot of time in between you can yeah. we could talk a lot about that but a couple maybe highlights that have uh well i think uh the the well so i've been uh listening to uh season two of spooked okay um and uh which is the the ghost stories and the you know, un, unexplained type of you know, phenomena uh which is just it's just so good and it's so creepy and it's um yeah, it just always uh, has me just stumped and puzzled and and uh, a little afraid. Um, <laughs> and honestly, just a little scared. You know, yeah. um, but I'm just so captivated by that subject. And so, um, so I'm looking forward to doing a little bit more reading up on that kind of stuff. But um, to tie in with our Rebel uh, theme tonight, um, I've been watching um, past uh, seasons of The Office. Okay, and uh, and that's been that's been really you know fun. Um, but you know, I just think of you know, Michael Scott. Uh, totally, you know, probably viewed himself as the rebel boss um, and trying to be the world's best boss. But obviously, I'd say his success rate was about seven percent. Um, you know, most of the stuff that he does is just falls flat on its face. But every now and then, gold, you know. He um, makes his move and it works so, out. So that's been kind of fun. And um, and then the other show that my wife and I are, are pretty hooked on is the uh, the British uh, bake yeah. baking show. Yeah, it's uh, excellent. And we, that, we again, that goes too. into the you, you have to be rebellious to yeah. succeed. But you got to be you, you got to know what you're doing. Um, it's not just, uh, throwing a Hail Mary up there and just being like, oh, this is different. It's, and it's the, I just don't understand how they know their flavors uh, so well. And, and, they and the combined, amount, you know, just to put a little bit here or right. that combination, it is crazy. I just, yes. it's so cool to see them, you know, in action and, uh, and thrive in a high pressure situation, uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, adapt when things don't go well, or try again and, it's just I, I I never thought I would enjoy that show as much as I as much as I am. Yeah, we so. we've liked it. We there was uh, the American version too. There was uh, the first season we watched, uh, similar to, to the that's it's the takeoff. It's the American version yeah. of the British version. 
Uh, and then the second season, some things happened and they canceled it. Kind of, uh, I don't know, one of yeah. the judges or whatnot. But very, very similar and amazing to see these people in action and be able to make these this crazy oh. and delicious food. Oh, so good. Yeah. So I have watched a movie with your recommendation, whether you knew it or not. So mm. listeners, Keith and I really like watching movies. And a little bit on the um, sort of geek side, or how you want to define <laughs> no it. No shame there. I'm a movie but nerd. We uh, nerded it up and have a list of genres or whatever in top movies because it's just fun fodder to, to talk about. Um, and one of them that Keith had mentioned that I'd never seen was The Butterfly Effect. Mm-hmm. And so I got that on Netflix, and we were watching it the other day, and just some interesting things to think about i mean oh, again it just makes you makes you think and the time element and and whatnot really like so uh if you like sliding doors i'm trying to think of some other ones where they yeah. mess mo- is it mo- memento does that memento that one kind of that? plays with it yep yep um vantage point have you ever seen vantage point we've never talked about that a little bit vantage point doesn't mess with it's dennis quaid it doesn't mess with the timeline but it messes with perspective okay so one event um it's a terrorist attack and i think it's in spain i may be misspeaking about that but president is over there and there's a a bomb that goes off and they show the same like five minutes but they show it from this person and this person, uh, this person. I think yeah, you, you might like it, and I, and I, so yeah. a little by little, you start to unravel the story because you get a little more of the perspectives and start to understand what's mm-hmm. going on. So put put that one on your list. Definitely. So butterfly effect. Uh, Watch that. It was it was good to think about and, and and play with my own thoughts related to it. And then the other one was just because we had listeners done the kind of the superman it was super jesus yeah. our last it was it our last episode <laughs> i think so <laughs> so if you're so interested yeah. um maybe listen to our our last episode godfather and then this movie changed me which keith and i we've talked about yeah. this before is another great podcast lily percy takes movies and then talks to different people about it and it was about wonder woman so we did the superman and like hey I saw Wonder Woman. Let, let's hear some people talk about it a little bit, and did a nice job of sort of balancing out the female side of. That's a really strong and and great superhero yeah. movie too, and and the thoughts that kind of came along with that. So I still haven't seen it, and I oh, and and it's it's, it's the number good. it's the number two superhero movie yeah. according to Rotten Tomatoes. Absolutely, you need to. I, I, have I to see it. and then we do because we have to talk a little bit about um, so well done. Except for well, I'm not going to tell you the except for. Not going to ruin yep, it. Don't but ruin it. You need to you need to listen. Or I'm I'm sorry. You should watch it, and then it would be really interesting to have you listen to this this podcast. This movie changed me. So, okay, so got another uh, little new segment here, listeners. So we're changing the seasons here a little bit, Keith. We're getting into the fall. Uh, what are you anticipating as we're in the middle of September and moving toward October? Well, this is always the time of year that uh, baseball season is is getting ready for the postseason yes. and uh, the playoffs. And I'm very excited and uh, uh, 
fantasy baseball's uh, in its championship week. Uh, yours truly is uh, is in the championship. Really? Uh, in both of my leagues. Wow. So there's a lot of congratulations. Yes. There. Uh, and uh, but I'm I'm just I'm a I'm a baseball fan and I'm excited to see even though uh, the Twins aren't even remotely close to the postseason, uh, <sighs> it's still as a baseball fan. Uh, there's some really fun teams and uh, I think it's going to be a pretty intense uh, playoffs. And yeah. so I'm just excited to see who um, who does what and. And who the next uh, champion will be, and uh, I'm hoping I get a chance to see a couple of World World Series games. Yeah, I think it it does look like it's going to be yeah. one of the all the way through actually the playoffs up well, until the, the World Series. Right, could and be the really American League is especially loaded, and so I would be shocked if a National League team won the World Series this year. Yeah, uh, Cleveland looks strong, Boston looks strong, Houston is strong. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, yeah. Uh, the, of course, the Dodgers are, I'm not even sure that they've clinched yet, but the Dodgers, Rockies, and Diamondbacks, all in the same division, all fighting. It's uh, just to even yeah. get into yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. So it, it's just it's just fun. And, and especially from playing fantasy baseball and following these guys, you know, all season, um, it's, it's, you know, kind of just cool to see. Um, to see who's you know rising to the top yeah. at this very interesting crucial time of year very so. cool so i'm anticipating just really the the change in the weather it, it might actually be tonight depending upon where you are when yeah. you're listening to this but the summer it's it's been it's been warm it feels mm-hmm. like it's been warm my my lawn has not held up <laughs> <laughs> um it, it's just been it's been hot and and I just love the fall anyway with the changing of the color leaves and the colors and and getting into routines and things like that. It's just a yeah exciting time of the year. So that's that's my anticipation. A little bit of fodder before we're we're ending this here. Do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I did want to. Um, we 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 talk about tw- tweets and the world mm-hmm. of Twitter a little bit. So and we're gonna. Again, try something a little bit new. We're, we want to have a hashtag. We want to get yeah. some some connection with you, the listener, to whatever. I mean, yeah. tweet something out to us and say this was awesome or your feedback. What what did you get on the on right. the Dumb and Dumber trivia score? Where you, did you beat Keith? Maybe you got eight or nine. Um, more of this, less of that, something like that. I mean, we, we want to. Yeah, you you get know some who we are, and we'd like to know who you are. Yeah, and um, we know that it's been sporadic. Um, but if you're still hanging with us and, and listening, um, w- whenever we release uh, an, an episode, uh, we appreciate you. Um, you know, when Greg and I decided to do this, it was really you know we're just we like hanging out and talking about stuff and and challenging another with uh with different podcasts that we listen to and movies and books and articles and that kind of thing and so um so we're we're just we just have a good time doing that and yeah. and you're living in Rogers and I'm living in Cottage Grove and right. we have to meet halfway to do this uh so that's another great excuse to do it but we don't know who's listening if anybody's listening so fodder time is our hashtag yeah uh, we'll be using that from now on and, and, uh, hopefully, and I'm, I will every, every time, <laughs> every I, now and then, every now and then I will tweet yep. and then I'll throw fodder time on, 
uh, to maybe increase. We'll, we'll get that going. We'll get going. I mean, we'll and, and, and my handle is at Gregory Heineke, and yeah. we'll just a little bit here and there, and we'll, we'll see what happens with it. So we wanted to let you know that that is one way that we're going to try to be able to start our communication a little bit back back and forth, and we, we certainly will read them, and we thank you for, for your ears, right? Amen. All right. Beach Boys. Oh, so Make good. Make feel good. Yes. So, why that? Wouldn't it be nice if... What, Keith? So, okay, so give me a best. Uh, so, you know, this this could be a, you know, a best type of thing, and this could also be a, a isn't it the worst kind of thing. But <laughs> I actually am feeling pretty good today. Because isn't it nice when your team is losing and you've pretty much stamped your ticket to the loser's bracket and then somebody hits a grand slam oh, home goodness. run and suddenly you're in the championship oh, round. Oh, my goodness. Because that's what happened to me. Oh, my. Give me a little more detail on well, that. Well, so... I, I, again, nerd, nerd alert, uh, <laughs> nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in fantasy baseball and uh and I've had a really good season but I've I've had a pretty tough playoffs. I've had to really work for it and and I was playing against a really really good team who had me down all week and it was in the last day of competition and I just needed I needed some I needed a miracle basically and I got one. Uh somebody hit a grand slam in the top of the ninth inning of the game. Oh my. And it propelled me into the winner's circle <laughs> where you were like running around and I, screaming well, it's funny because i couldn't because i was supposed to be oh. napping <laughs> on my sunday afternoon nap and i was actually just glued to my phone because it was fantasy baseball playoffs yeah and i just happened to see it so it was just like yeah oh, wow. like i just uh like a, a muted yell yeah very cool. So anyway, yeah. there's, there's my nerd. nerd that's really nerd, cool. Nerd alert, but that was really nice. So I'll, I'll do the, the contrast if that's the best. Yeah. Just, we've alluded to it a little bit, so I won't uh, get into it too much. But my, my twins, um, <laughs> just just not They're not even, we're, I, I, what, what I think, yeah, they're just, they're just so troubled. I you know, I, I, you know, you it it is the just, epitome of of s- sports in Minnesota. Yeah. I think where you're, all right, it's a new season. We have hope. We're, we're better we're, off counting them out and being surprised because yeah. that's the last time Maybe. they were successful. It's true. Was it's when, been a long time. You know, when we were just like, well, you know, I don't think it's going to be much, and then they, you know, made the wild card. Yeah, and then this well, year wasn't that the worst? They were yeah. the worst in ninety, yeah. right? Well, yeah, and yeah. then they turned it around and completely won and won it. Yeah. So man, that's I, a. I know. Emotional. Uh... And I think <laughs> at this point we're just all beside ourselves with the luck of the Minnesota Vikings, and and that they can they can play really well and still just well maybe that will that can book that, there, maybe that can know? bookend our, yeah. our episode here a little bit about you you know we're, we're referring to the Vikings Packers game uh, again depending upon when you are listening to this and. 
I, you gotta feel for him, and I've been watching a little bit. I'm trying not to, and like, no worry about Minnesota. Like, oh, nice, you gave it your all, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll <laughs> maybe next time. Any other place? I mean, he is done. Uh, it is over. There is no tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we're like just civil Minnesota. Where yeah. you know what? Yeah. Well, and, well and, and you know, it's one of those things where rarely in life do you get a second chance or a third or a third. <laughs> And he got all three, Ugh. and he struck out. Yeah, and now he's gone. Did you yep. hear that? He's, no, he's been cut. Okay, yeah. And I, now we've signed some stud free agent kicker. Um, I, I that's think it's gonna bring us to the promised land. I, apparently, I, I don't know. And it's you feel just... bad for him, but it's kind of like, dude, this is your job. Yeah, you know. But and... I, I still feel bad, and I, I honestly feel like you know what I. Th- you know, it's a it's a important position, but I wonder how much different and more exciting the NFL would be is if we didn't have kickers. Yeah, and we didn't all have to have heart attacks every time they got up to kick the ball. Yeah, it's very it's an interesting an interesting thing. Maybe though. that's a too rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like it would certainly would change the like, the outcomes, nope, wouldn't it? You just gotta go until you, you yep. score a touchdown. Back and forth. <laughs> Back and forth. Like, no, you are going to play more. <laughs> exactly. Maybe yeah. you get five, six downs instead of yep. four. I don't know. Uh, I like it. Anyway. All right. Well. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take us out with. Uh, you still got Billy Idol. Uh, up? Yeah, you bet. I, I will right. pull that right. in. Get we we appreciate yell. we appreciate you listeners. Uh, again, we'll get fodder time going, and yeah. we'll get some communication, and we'll also uh, hopefully. I'm not even going to say hopefully. It's just going to happen. Gonna we're happen. gonna we'll we're gonna we'll see this. you real soon. Exactly, right? fodder time.